Welcome to the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensary. Each episode will dive into the world of search engine optimization for cannabis dispensaries. We'll discuss the latest strategies and tactics to help your dispensary rank higher on search engines and attract more patients and customers. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we explore how to maximize your online presence and stay ahead of the competition in the rapidly growing cannabis industry. Welcome back to episode three. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of your Google business profile for your marijuana dispensary. You may actually know it as Google My Business, but it did recently change names. But before we do take a dive into that, let's talk about what we've been up to recently. And Charlie, I think you've been traveling and getting up to all kinds of exciting stuff. Yeah. So I went to Bentonville, Arkansas, which is as they claim, the mountain biking capital of the world. And it was, it was pretty incredible. Hell of a place. It's, you know, 70% Walmart, 30% mountain biking. As far as like their economy, I mean, they're all, all the bike shops, the local riders. If you're big into mountain biking, trails, I mean, it has cross country, jump lines, flow trails, all that. It was an incredible place. Those trails are unbelievable. So if you're a mountain biker, you've ever been to Whistler or seen those videos on Whistler, like Whistler Bike Park, like A-Line, Crab Apple Hits, like the Pro Lines, the same company that did those trails, did trails in Bentonville, Arkansas. And Walmart puts a lot of money, a ton of resources into this. And it's really, really cool. So I went there with a buddy. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Rewind. Walmart is in, yeah. that's a, Walmart is in that town? Yeah, Walmart's headquartered in Bentonville. Really? Yeah, so there's like a Sam Walton Boulevard, like, like Walton Parkway or whatever it is. But yeah, so like you go there, and there's literally like Walmart gas stations propped up around. That's where no. that was the first first place I tried Prime Prime Energy. I think it's or a recovery drink, whatever that is, which is banging. By oh, the yeah, way, oh yeah, that stuff's gross. No, it's I can't so believe gross. you don't like, well, you don't like anything. So <laughs> oh, it's not surprising. No, but you know what? I should no. So I had, how many did I have? I sent you that picture. I don't know. I had like six or seven flavors in my house. So yeah, obviously good. you can tell. You can tell that I am not from around these parts. But so back home, they are selling like absolute bananas. Like I think they go for, I don't know, let's say like two pounds, right? So they are selling anywhere from like what they should retail for, like up to like, I don't know, 15, 16 pounds. And I've seen videos of people in in the shops like they put them out and it's like a riot people are like rioting to get their hands on these <laughs> drinks and then it's like they're limiting them to like three drinks per person or something and it's just so crazy because one they're gross but two like i feel like i could take these eight different flavors of prime over with me when i go home in like april and i'd be like a millionaire i could make so yeah, much fun of these five drinks so yep. i need you to go back to i need you to go back to mm-hmm. Arkansas grab me as much of this prime drink from Walmart there as you can and then we can split it. We'll just split the profit. Like, we'd make so much money. From all I feel like I'm doing all the work. Crazy about this yeah. How are uh, you doing all the work? I'm flying like nine hours. Uh, man, I'm going to Walmart in Bentonville where it's headquartered to get the drinks. I can't believe you didn't like them. It's very disappointing. Oh, no. so, 
Anyways, no, uh, they were not pleasant experience in my life. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. did that. Uh, one of the partners that, that we worked good. with. Yeah, I went to Joplin, filmed a pretty cool production set there. Came back, got snowed on the last day on the trail, but it was all right because my legs were smoked, and I'm not used to that kind of uphill. I'm more of the downhill. I don't really like the, you know, the uphill. It's not me. So that was fun with my buddy Joe. Yeah, there for a week and came back. So if anybody is thinking about heading to Bentonville, I would highly, highly recommend it. Don't ship your bike. You can just rent one there. The shops are great. I went through the specialized pop-up store, rented an S-Works. It's like a $12,000 bike, which is bonkers. I rented that. And they're, they're awesome. Cool people, super nice. They will get you set up. So how many times did you fall? Mm, actually, I almost went over the bar. <laughs> I almost went over the bars on the first day. We met a local. He's like, yeah, so there's a, a local trail here with like, you know, a jump line. So a jump line is just what it sounds like. You have you know, gaps. You have to go really fast. And you have to clear the jump and everything. You get in the air. And I thought yeah. it was like, you know, Bobby Big Wheel. And, you know, I thought I was going to do it right away. Because, you know, I'm, I'm from Colorado. And we have Trestle in Winter Park. And I've done the pro mm-hmm. lines and everything. And, yeah, I almost went over the bars. <laughs> My hands were, like, shaking when I got to the bottom of the trail. Yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. So, you know, curb the ego. Take it easy. Don't go over the bars on the first day. You know, I think the saying is pre-ride re-ride and then free ride so just roll everything at first then you go back and you do it again and make sure there's no crazy lines anywhere you you can clearly see where you are on the bike in relation to the trail and then then you can get a little squirrely and you know do your stupid things in the air that's that's usually how it goes but i went about it backwards so don't do that also you're you know not as young as you once <clears throat> whatever cosmos I think we'll take that into account. What have you been up to, Caspot? Do you have you got a new member of the family? I do. I am sleep deprived beyond all belief. I, for my birthday, received my dream dog that I have been asking my husband for for ten years. I now am the proud mother to a French bulldog named Dog. And has she, she said anything about beautiful. me? Talk about me at all? When she found out that you were her dog father, she was excited. And is anxiously awaiting treats and toys that have not arrived yet. She sleeps a lot, but loves to wake me up at three o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom and and then awake at seven. And she, yeah, she's just a lot of work, but she is, she's a lot of work. That's all I can say. And I am running on fumes constantly, but she is my dream job and she's stunning. And she's, yeah, she's, she's, a- she's Good looking dog. That is one good looking dog. We'll have to post a picture up on on the Instagram page because that is one good looking dog. Yeah, we will. We'll post her up and then everyone can take a look at her and see what they think. But yeah, so that's my life right now. Just literally living in sleep deprivation, dog poo, dog pee, and dog toys. That's where we're at. Oh, and and in a couple of weeks, she will be living in a cone of shame because we're going to spay her. So maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll post. You know, the lampshade picture when she yeah. comes home from the vet. It's customary. But yeah, that's about it. So now we've recapped our lives. Yours is way more thrilling than mine. Yours is like, oh, I'm flying here and I'm throwing myself down a mountain on a mountain bike and I'm like going all these places. And here's me just like, yeah, I need sleep. Like, <laughs> like I'm way cooler. Like, I'm not going to lie. You are way cooler. You are way cooler than me. 
And actually, you constantly live with sleep deprivation, so you should you would be way better than me. I'm, I'm used to it. Yeah, but, three four hours. Yeah, you are. I'm used to it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so anyway, enough about us. Let us talk about Google Business Profile, or as we commonly refer to it, GMB, Google My Business. So, exactly what do we mean when we talk about Google Business Profile? Explain what the definition of it is, and also what's the point of it. Like, what do we what do we need it for for a business? Yeah. So, more or less, what it is it's it's your online listing presence in the eyes of Google. So somebody were to type in, let's say I'm here in Denver. So if I put in like dispensary near me, that first hit that comes up, I have an idea who it's going to be. Let's see near me. This is as of Tuesday, February 7th. Yeah, of course. Light shade rec in med dispensary. So you want to be found by your GMB business profile. And that is a listing again, in the eyes of Google of what is your business about? What is the product or service that you sell? What are your hours? And what area of the city are you in? So it, it's basically your your online, what's a good way to describe that, Caspot? It's like your, your online business listing, right? It's kind of cool. like the, back in the day, you had the white pages, right? That's what, yeah. It's yeah. like your online version of your white pages. Also, you can quickly find the, your reviews on there also. So All it, in the same place, basically. In terms of online presence or like white pages online, it's what is the business? What are they about? What do they offer? What are the hours? And where is that in relation to where I am? So if, if you go and you hop on Google dispensary near me, I've got three listings here on Google, which it's called map pack. I'll cover that in a second, but you want to be found by your, your GMB in this map pack. That's where all the money is, this map pack. And when you optimize, your profile, your Google profile, Google business profile, that's what happens is you get to the top of this map pack and you're easily found by local patients. So that's, that's a whole goal here. So what is it? It's an online directory from Google. And the purpose is to give as much information about your cannabis location and your cannabis dispensary to local customers in your area so that you're easy to find. So you're, all it's mm -hmm. doing is make it easy to find for local patients and answer whatever questions that they initially could have. And then moving on, I think that a lot of people who are in the dispensary world, what I'm about to say is like common knowledge, but I don't know that it necessarily is for other people. I think having a Google My Business show up prominently is super, super important for dispensaries, more so than it is for other companies for one very specific reason with Google. And do you want to talk about that reason and why a GMB or a Google business profile is probably more important for a dispensary than any other type of business on Google? Are you alluding to ad restrictions? Yeah. Yeah. So if you just Google Google marijuana advertising restrictions, as far as recreational drugs, I'm looking at a, a page directly from Google support dangerous products or services. Basically, because of the restrictions and it's you know not 100% legal yet, cannabis, you cannot, again, it's kind of great, but you more or less cannot advertise dispensaries on Google. So with SEO being as important as it is, it's pretty much the only way to effectively get in front of more potential customers and patients 
the end result is boosting your GMB or pardon me, your Google profile to the top of the map pack. And again, the map pack is the top three listings on Google. When you search like dispensary near me, you want to be at the top of that. So that's why it's critical to optimize your Google business profile in order to be at the top. So not only do you beat out your competition, but you're top of mind for your patients and customers in your local area. Okay. So by ensuring that you have your Google business profile correct and up to date and done even in the first place, you're going to obviously be visible on the Google map itself. You're increasing your online presence basically also by doing that because you can't increase it other than obviously SEO throughout your website. You can't increase it through advertising on Google, which other businesses have that ability to do because Google Mm -hmm. doesn't allow it. So you kind of have to be able to utilize all of the resources available to you except that one. So by not doing it, you're doing yourself a disservice and not, you know, not being able to promote yourself that way. So it's it's really vital to you that you do it. Exactly. You're you're basically just shooting yourself in the foot by not doing it. And it's it's really easy too. So I'll, I'll go over the quick steps here. You have to create a Google account, you know, just call it dispensary, XYZ, whatever you have. And then from there, create a Google business account or Google business profile. And then from there, they should send you a postcard. They've changed steps a little bit, but they they should send you a postcard in two to three days. Mm -hmm. And then in that postcard Mm -hmm. is a code. It's like a four digit Mm -hmm. code, five digit code. And then when you go and you log back into your Google profile, take that code and plug it Mm -hmm. into where you're prompted. So this is a lot easier to walk through like on the screen, but when you're prompted, all this will make sense. You're going to be asked for a code. And when you get the code in the mail, the postcard, then you get access mm-hmm. to uh, what's the name of your dispensary, what's the address, what are the hours, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the exact location and everything. And also remember mm-hmm. to put, there's a prompt that you're going to be asked for. If we pull up a, a profile here, the business category it has to be cannabis store. It has to be cannabis store, right? So you're going to be prompted okay. the business name. So dispensary XYZ, whatever it is. The next one is business category that has to be cannabis store. Okay. And then below that is the description. So give a description of your dispensary where it's located and you can use keywords. Don't keyword stuff like we talked about in the last episode, but use keywords like, you know, best dispensary in the Denver, Colorado area to relieve stress and anxiety or however it is you want to be found. You can put those keywords in there. And then add your contact mm-hmm. information, phone number, the website, which I'll get to in a second, and the address, and of course, the hours. And I know we talked about this in the last episode, but I do want to reiterate it again. You want to make sure that if you are a dispensary that has multiple locations within the same metro area, that this Google business profile is matching the location that you want it to match. Because if you don't, that's going to cause you all kinds of headaches down the road. So if if you're in, let's say, like North Chicago location, you want to make sure that this Google My Business profile is matching your North Chicago location and not your South Chicago location. So you want to make sure that that is the correct Google my business profile for that location, which I think is now going to tie into what you were going to say about the website also, correct? 
Yeah. And uh, what I was going to get before you so rudely interrupted me as pots is that, mm, is that under the website portion, we yeah. see this mistake all the time, like literally all the time, is that the dispensary will just list the homepage. So dispensaryxyz.com, they will just list mm-hmm. their homepage as the website. And that's wrong. So if mm-hmm. you're in Denver, Colorado, this is kind of a long answer, but if you have a Denver, Colorado location for dispensary XYZ, your URL should be dispensaryxyz.com slash Colorado. And you should have a page all about Colorado content that's unique to Colorado, how long it's been legal, why it was it legalized, what steps, you know, put your keywords in there, slash Denver. Denver, right. Denver dispensary, whatever it is. So take that URL, the entire URL of dispensaryxyz.com slash Colorado slash Denver dispensary. You put that in the GMB under where it says website. And then what you do is you take that GMB, you can embed it. If you, if you go under front portion of the GMB, you click on the arrow, you can click share, and then you click embed. Take that code and paste it into your web page into your your Denver location page. So that's effectively your sales page. So everything on that Denver sales page, everything on that page is about Denver content. So where in Denver are you located? What's near you? How long has cannabis been legal in Denver? Historical moments, you know, whatever it is, find those keywords, make content about that, images, videos, everything that you can. And then at the bottom, copy and paste in that code that you get from the GMB. And so that way, when Google crawls that page, they say, oh, okay, so this is a dispensary located in Colorado, right? Slash Colorado in the URL, Mm -hmm. slash Denver dispensary. Okay, so this is a dispensary located in Denver. And as it crawls the page, it's gonna find all the keywords in there. And then at the bottom, it's gonna find your GMB that you located in Denver proper. So everything on there is completely dovetailed to patients and customers in the Denver area. And you can easily find that through the GMB. So everything is connected. I know that was a hell of an explanation and it is kind of a process, but once this happens and you build authority, it is massively profitable. So that was a kind of neck beardy. Like, (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. Like I understood what you were saying, but only because, you know, I've worked it. But it was a little neck beard. It was a little neck beardy, but, just to say that, that it is amazing the way it connects to what you're trying to do and the impact of connecting it on your SEO shouldn't be understated. Really, it shouldn't. And the same could be said for the reviews that you'll get from your Google My Business or Google Business Profile because you can also embed those within you know, your website also. So those are things to like bear in mind that if you're built, if you're new to this, and it all seems like it's going over your head a little bit. It might seem like that now, but down the line, if you go back and you re-listen to this episode, you'll be like, oh no, that makes perfect sense now. Because I did take that and I did embed it into my website. So if it seems a little over your head or a little neck beardy, sometimes it yeah. is like that. But once you've done it one time, it t- makes total sense. And you know, it, it's it's just like anything else else with SEO and and code really it's like it's so confusing and then you do it the first time you're like oh okay yeah that makes sense 
And so yeah, because um, I think sometimes the explanation of it can seem like like it's way more than it really is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, uh, I think you were right when you said earlier, like, oh, it's it's harder to explain it than if I could just show it to you on a screen. If I could just mm-hmm. show it to you on a screen, it's so much more simpler, you know. And I think that that's really true in the case of what you just said, because it is just a case of oh yeah, just take this and put it on your screen, and it's right here, and it's so simple. Right. And it's simple, but it's very effective. Very effective. Right, and it's you know, it is a pain in the ass to deal with it at first. It, it's it's very very specific as far as what it's asking for, and you have to give it the right information. But it's the kind of thing where like you set it, and you forget it as far as the listing itself. We'll get into like local citations and backlinks and name, address, phone number in a different episode. That's where you actually right. put your your listings on other websites. Uh, but for mm-hmm. the most part, GMB. You know, when it's operating, you know, you just have to upload or update it, like with images and some content, like once a day, and, and you're you're solid. And that's such a great way to move the needle for local traffic in the area. Right. Okay, so let's talk about customer engagement on your Google My Profile or Google Business Profile, because we've all seen where you know your clients or customers can leave reviews on. Google My Business, Google Business Profiles. I will get that name right. So crazy they've changed it. And some businesses are like super great at responding or they'll respond just to the positive ones or some businesses don't respond at all. So is there an advantage or is it worth a business actually responding to these reviews in terms of what Google's looking for to help you know lift you up higher through the rankings? Is that engagement something that's worthwhile doing for a business? Oh, yeah. I mean, not just in the eyes of Google, but from your, you know, as a business owner, you, you should engage with your customers, right? Or, you know, the, the GM of the store, you know, if, if I'm the GM of a Denver store, of a uh, Denver location, and I have another location in, let's just say, Fort Collins, like, yeah, like, you know, my competitive side is going to say, to hell with those guys. I want more customers. I want more patients. I want a better experience for our customers and our patients at our dispensary here in Denver versus the dispensary in Fort Collins. So along with that, you will inherently, if, if you get a lot of foot traffic and you do SEO properly, you're going to get more patients. It's just going to happen, right? And so with that comes more reviews from Google. So if John Doe leaves a review and he says, hey, I had a great time at dispensary XYZ. I looked for this product and the bud tender was awesome. We had a great conversation. Okay, cool. I'm out of here. See ya, fam. And if John Doe, may I leave five stars, then as the GM of the store or on the management team, you should respond back. Hey, John Doe, great to meet you. You're super cool. I don't know if you want to leave that. Thank you so much for coming in. You know, we're, we're here Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That not only right. shows in the search engines that, yes, there's engagement, you're getting a good review, but also shows that if there's a potential prospect like myself and if there's more reviews and there's more engagement, well, I'm guessing this dispensary has their shit together. They're properly staffed. They have the products that I want. People actually go in there. Let's be honest too. Like you get kind of, maybe it's just me, but like anxiety from going in any new store, not quite sure what to expect. This eases the tension, I would think, of what to expect when you walk in. So they're nice. They have product. They have what I'm looking for. And you can also check out their online menu too. 
from their website, which hopefully all, you know, if you're a dispensary owner and you're listening to this, you have an online menu. But that all goes all in all in making the best experience possible for your customer. And a lot of that starts with your GMB. Yeah, I think that's a really valid point. I think anytime, you know, you're, you're trying out somewhere new, if even just their online presence, you get that like real friendly, helpful vibe, you already feel a lot better about walking into that place, you know, than you would without it. So I definitely agree with that for sure. Let me um, ask you this, Kaz. So out, yeah. I'm going sure. to cut you off. Go ahead. When you walk into a store, like any new store, do you have like a five second meter, so to speak, of like you kind of look around, what are the employees doing? Are they just standing around? Are they dicking around? Are they, you know, like who's doing what kind of thing? Or do you, do you already oh, know sure. what you want when you walk in? I can tell you this weekend, my husband and I went to a new mall for the first time. And well, we walked into a chain store that they have in almost every single mall. And we've shopped at multiple times before, walked in, took one look around and walked right back out. <laughs> Just because the vibe of the place was off. So really? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting. I used to work in retail. I worked retail for about four years. So, you know, I, I still have that sense of, okay, like you, you open the door and you hear like the chime, everybody on staff looks at the door, yeah. right? Like, oh, we have a new customer. Okay. We actually have to not stand around or, you know, it's, maybe it's just me, but it kind of goes to my head. And when I look at a GMB for like a new bike shop, for example, I see engagement, I see inventory, I see hours. So good reviews. I'm going to go to that bike shop versus a completely blank presence from, you know, maybe one review, maybe two reviews, whatever it is. I'm definitely choosing the one with, with the most reputation. And that's, that really is a, a big ranking factor for SEO too. Local SEO is reputation management. And can I tell you, and I'll tell you this, from a medical standpoint, even more so. And another personal, like, part of this was I was looking for a very specific type of medical provider very recently and I had one office in mind and I went to their GMB and and I had gone I had gone to their GMB like last year and it had been like you know okay and then I something made me go and look at their GMB again this year and I went and I looked through all their reviews and I was like absolutely not their <laughs> reviews were not good, Range, ranging from you can never get somebody on the phone to the attitude of the people in the office to yeah, you get the, roasted. Yeah, yeah, to like just the medical staff themselves in particular, to the point that I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna like. I had gone from this was the office I was gonna go to to get the medical attention that I wanted to. I'm definitely not going to the office now. Ooh, and yeah. I reached out to my primary care physician to ask her if she could recommend a different office instead. So Ooh. literally had just from reading the reviews on on Google, on the GMB, I had decided if enough people on your GMB reviews are saying, I can't even get hold of somebody on the office phone, like they won't pick up the phone, they're not returning phone calls, like mm. you know or i'm on hold for 20 to 30 minutes that's like the base level of care right so if if multiple multiple people are saying that and have taken the time to put that on your gmb review that's enough for me you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah to me they are so important so when we're talking about dispensaries which 
you know, there's a lot of people who are first timers in dispensaries who are either first timers because they just got a medical card and don't really know what they're doing, don't know what products they're looking for, don't know what's going to work for them, completely overwhelmed. Like they need all their first timers because it's, you know, they, they now can get recreational marijuana and they're all like somewhat in the same boat. You need somebody who's going to guide you, who's going to not be judgmental. Because remember, these people are walking into dispensaries with all different kinds of issues, whether it's medical issues, whether it's, you know, anything from migraines to PTSD to could be an eating disorder, could be cancer. It literally runs the gamut of reasons why you're in there could just be because it's Friday night and you feel like sitting on the couch getting high and, you know, eating some Oreos. Literally, you need to know that when you walk into that building, you are in a judgment-free zone and you are dealing with staff members who can have empathy, sympathy, and know the product inside out and that you're not going to go and feel completely intimidated. And if you look through those reviews and you get the feeling of anything other than like some level of like, oh, I'm going to be okay walking in here. You're not going to go into that dispensary. It's just not going to happen. So I just felt from a medical standpoint or like a, you know, like I I need to know that the person I'm going to go deal with is going to have some compassion. If you don't pick that up from those Google reviews, forget about it. It's not going to happen. And if somebody writes a Google review and it's like somewhat on the negative side and, and, that dispensary doesn't write back where they have understood the person's comment and have worked to fix it and have offered a solution and have offered an apology where, where the response is reasonable. That also will tell you right then and there what kind of people that you're working with. I feel like those like two and three stars, especially one star, but two and three stars stand out more than the five-star rating, right? As you scroll down on the screen for ratings, it is your your eye catch right away, like a, a two star review. These guys, they tried to kick me out. Yeah, because closing early or you know whatever, whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Scumbags or you know whatever. So yeah, I'm not going there. There's way too much competition. The one stars. People aren't going to pay attention to one stars because there's always going to be one stars because there's always going to be those kind of people in the world. What you want to pay attention to is the three stars. Why are mm-hmm. the three stars? What is the person upset about? Okay. Are they reasonably upset or are you like, come on now? And then you're looking at the response to that three star. Okay. How did that, how did that person respond? How did they find a solution? And do you think that that was a reasonable solution to that three star problem? That's what you're looking at as a customer or a potential customer. And so that's why those three stars and those three star responses to me, I think that they oftentimes can be more important than your five stars. Oftentimes. And also what you want to look for is if if your dispensary staff only ever responding to the five stars and they don't respond to the threes or the twos or the ones, then you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Like you only care about your five star people. Okay, then I get it. Tazpots, those are good points. And what you can do also as a dispensary GM or owner, log into your business profile, Google business profile. And then on the top row, on the left-hand side, you can edit your profile, but also you can read your reviews. And you click on there, and then that is that will prompt this window to pop up. 
and it'll have all the reviews. So John Doe, Jane Doe, everybody from Alice to Zach, you have all of your reviews right there. You want to respond to those. Not only do you want more reviews, but you want to respond to what you have. So that what Kaz Potts is just saying, you know, if for some reason, just law of numbers, if you're getting a lot of foot traffic and a lot of online traffic, you're going to get a turd every now and then that's going to leave a two-star review. So you, you have to take action by following the steps I just outlined and responding to that two-star, three-star review. That's at least the first step. At least do something. And then, you know, reach out to them, maybe offer them rewards pro, you know, what, that's obviously your decision, but this starts, starts the process. Log into the profile, read the reviews and start that process there. Yeah, because I think it's really important to remember that your customer service does not start and end your front door to your store. Your customer start service continues through your website and it continues through your Google My Business. It continues everywhere, yeah. not yeah. just physically within your location. So I think it's really important. So whether it's you personally who does it or a manager at each of your locations or another staff member, like your customer service has to continue everywhere that you're represented. So I think that's like a big, a big thing. And quickly, because I know we do have to wrap up, but also what we didn't talk about was adding pictures to your GMB. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the answer to this and I should know the answer to this. I'm kind of embarrassed. Can you as a business owner add add images to your GMB or is that something that only people who are doing reviews can add to your GMB? Yeah, good question, Caspots. If you log into your, your business profile, when you're prompted to that, so on the top row, it's going to say add photo. You can add your photo in there. And ideally, you should have it added maybe every other day, but customers and the owner of the business profile can add photos. So more engagement, the better. So you you definitely want your customers and patients to add content, not just reviews, but content, maybe image of the product that they just purchased. But as a GM or owner of the dispensary, you definitely want to add photos in there as well. And you can do so by logging in and on the top row, it's going to say add photo. Just add your photo right in there. Okay. And can dispensary owner have photos of their products? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or would that be considered advertising marijuana? No, that can be on there. And pretty soon, there will be a way to search for specific products and have that part of your GMB boosted up even more. So product-specific searches or SEO, product-specific SEO will be able to boost that portion up even higher. Perfect. I genuinely didn't know the answer to that, so I'm glad that you did because I was looking at one of our clients GMBs, and I was like, I don't know if they did that. <laughs> Where would you be without me? I'm like, I, I know, and I know. I'm like, this, I'm so embarrassed. I have to admit, I don't even know the answer to this. This is really bad. But hey, if I don't know the answer, that means there's plenty of other people that didn't know the answer. Yeah, so. cool. Okay, so I think we've pretty much covered everything. Unless there's anything that I have missed, or that you think is important enough that we need to kind of really go back over. I think we covered everything. What do we have coming up next? What's what's our what's our next episode? We we pretty much covered everything for business profile. To talk about next time on our next. (laughs) Oh, I know what we're talking about next time. It's Mm. one of my favorite things. We're going to talk about linking on page and off page linking. Nice. Okay. Actually, I will. I will be honest. On page is is my favorite. Off page, not so much. 
on page i think it's just so much easier well actually on page is easier if you already have a website it's not easy if you're building a website and you're doing your seo all at the same time because mm. you have to go back and remember to to link after you've built the pages so well we'll get into all of that next time because i'm already getting way ahead of myself but i do like linking because it's just it's a fun time Let's it is do a fun it, time. so yeah, so next time we'll talk about linking. I don't know that I'll have gotten any more sleep between now and the next episode, but you never know. Welcome can dream. Me yeah. I don't know if Charlie will have broken any bones between now and next time. One can dream also. I'm still waiting. Charlie's supposed to send me some Chick-fil-A, but you know, mm. one can also dream between now and then. So, But for this episode, I think we're done. So I guess we will catch you on the flip side. That's it for now. That's it. We'll We're talk out. To you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Gross, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensaries. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you found value in the insight and the tips we shared. If you did, please hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling super generous, we would love it if you left us a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, or if you have any questions, you can go ahead and find us on LinkedIn or YouTube. We'll see you next time.